So I love AI. I'm not going to tell you, I'm not, I'm not going to um, deny that I love AI. Um, it, it's just, it's, the, it, how can I say it? Um, I can really say the potential here for a person to do a lot. One person can do so much. Like I, I've already used AI to expand my media, my social media brand. Like I, I I'm using it for all aspects. Um, but we've been using AI for a long time and we just didn't, a lot of people did not realize it. When you were using search engines like Google, those prompts, uh, when it would pop up certain, um, prompts for you to, um, you know, to kind of, you know, correct your words uh, or to kind of complete what you're looking for. When that mysterious thing pops up on your, um, your search feed, you know, you, you were just talking about going and getting a Reese's cup and that Reese's commercial come up. We've been dealing with AI for a while, um, especially on social media. Now, uh, AI, I can give you the definition of AI. We're going to read you from Wikipedia and, um, tell you what they call AI. So, Artificial intelligence is intelligence perceiving, synthesizing, and inferring information. you got to forgive my redneck rambling accent here. I get tongue tangled sometimes. But it's demonstrated by machines as opposed to intelligence displayed by humans or by other animals. Example, tasks in which this is done include speech recognition, computer vision, translation between languages as well as other mappings of inputs. AI applications include advanced web search engines, recommendation systems used by YouTube, Amazon, and Netflix. Google search is for the way they give the web search. Understanding human speech, such as Siri and Alexa. Self-driving, self-driving cars, Waymo. Generative or creative tools such as chat, GPT, and AI art, which there's just a plethora of, of things stemming from chat, GPT, uh, using AI. Automated decision-making and competing at the highest level in strategic game systems such as chess and Go. As machines become increasingly capable, tasks considered to require intelligence are often removed from the definition of AI, a phenomenon known as the AI effect. For instance, optical character recognition is frequently excluded from things considered to be AI, having become a routine technology. So one of the things that you're seeing more and more here is that um, is that we've forgotten in a lot of senses just um, how much we're using AI. I mean, this it's, it's the human animal. We get used to something and we, we just take it for granted. Uh, we take these social media platforms for granted. We take, you know, I find myself sometimes and, and I, you, you wouldn't have caught me, you know, not saying I wouldn't have talked to a person from another country, but you wouldn't have caught me doing that because I didn't have the ability to do that without spending a ton of money on phone bills. Um, talk, you, you wouldn't have caught me talking to somebody from another country because of the cost, 
you know, years ago. But now I find myself having friends that are closer than some American friends in other countries, such as Australia and the UK and even in Germany. And I'm finding some in China, too. Um, It's just it's wild uh, what we uh, can do now. And we take it for granted. We take technology for granted. We take artificial intelligence for granted. If our cell phone didn't autocorrect half of what we're typing on it in text messages, I mean, there would be no more friendships. People would be at each other's throats for some things they've texted before if that that uh, that uh, autocorrect wasn't correct in their text. But we 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 always take things for granted. We take people for granted. It's no different with these artificial intelligences. And so many of us don't even know that artificial intelligence has been a part of our lives for decades now. It's just now the average person is having access to artificial intelligence. Now it's kind of like anything, you know, it starts in the bit in the military realm or the research realm or education realm um, then goes into the business realm and they can afford to, you know, downsize enough for businesses to use it. And then it goes, somebody gets that wild idea to bring it out into the, you know, the human spectrum, you know, the regular populace. Hey, let's, let's give these people the ability to carry a television around with them everywhere and let them talk and watch videos and, 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 um, and play games on their phone and read books and listen to books and, and, and all kinds of things. And and then you have people with cell phones, you know, since that, I'd say it came out in the 80s. And now you look where we're at now carrying these these phones that are more powerful than computers were in the 80s. And, um, you know, artificial intelligence, you know, businesses could afford it for a while. And that's why you had your, your um, search engines and whatnot. A lot of what people have believed, uh, you know, well, the Google's listening to me. It, it, they just have a certain AI triggers or certain words that trigger certain uh, uh, algorithms and artificial intelligence um, within their systems that when you say a certain thing, well, it's, it's not like they're listening to you. It's just there's, there is a response because of this automated system, you know, and, and it's perceptive. And hey, he likes Reese's. We're going to give him a Reese's Cup commercial. And so AI has been a part of our lives. But the thing now is, is that the average person is getting to where they have access to it. And, and it's not just some little play around type thing. This is you can ask it questions. You can do research with it. Um, there was an article as I was preparing for this. Uh, this podcast is it was it was talking about how it's going to change the classroom now. You have a lot of kids that are tricking or they're kind of they've learned how to use chat GPT because I don't know if you can really trick chat GPT, but they are they have learned to kind of use it for, you know, I wouldn't say nefarious means, but just what regular, you know, young folks are going to do. But they were using it to print papers for school so they wouldn't have to do their homework. They just have chat GPT write it and, and chat GPT can write some pretty good stuff. Uh, I've used it to write blog articles and I, you know, I do that final, you know, you know, run through to make sure it's not mis, you know, misconceived something or generated a wrong response response, but they're, they're working on it now to keep people from using it for homework. But, um, 
there's the story I was reading was where one young lady was research doing a research paper for a class in college, and she was using Chat GPT as a study help, which I, I don't got a problem with that. I'm not always able to be there when my children are doing homework. You know, um, I'm running a side business. I'm working a job. My wife's running a side business and working a job. It's, you know, life can be chaotic. You know, they can usually text me and ask me questions or go to my, my mother or father. But my oldest son is learning to just use chat GPT. Um, it really just multiply. It's like a force multiplier is what I've told a lot of people. Um, you know, people talk about why, you know, we have access to, you know, fire certain firearms, whatever you think about an AR 15, it is a force multiplication, um, tool basically that's why military uses it it is a a battle rifle made to be loaded very quickly made to be have cartridges and uh magazines changed out very quickly when you know the system and how to operate it and and it takes one man and gives him the ability to fight multiple people with possibly handguns that's why you have a lot of SWAT teams that use um battle rifles like AR-15s when they go in to deal with you know, a hostage situation or criminal, because that guy is likely more times I know when you're dealing with shooting, it's not an AR-15. Only AR-15s there are usually the police, but it's usually a guy with a pistol. So he's, those law enforcement officers are wanting a form of force multiplication. And that was how, you know, automatic weapons were, you know, uh, advertised to the communities. Um, A lot of people don't realize it, but Sears and Roebuck's had, a uh, an ad for a fully automatic Thompson submachine gun that you you know a person could buy as long as they had their um, their license through um, the ATF. You know you can you can own you can still to this day own fully automatic weapons, but they stopped making them in 1985. So that that tangent using that to explain this is is people have used tools for years to multiply their abilities. And that's kind of what I see AI. Now, again, when they get, when the government gets scared of, of people getting out of hand, narratives getting out of their control, uh, people moving too quick for them to keep up with, they start wanting to regulate things. When companies want to start regulating things, um, usually for similar means, it's corporations wanting to, to, to ensure their dominance in a field, to ensure that people keep coming to them for certain things. One of the things we're seeing with AI is it is it's making certain jobs obsolete. Now, two or three years ago, you have talked to a lot of your politicians, what you would call uh, you know elitist politicians, the collegiate, and they were swearing up and down how um, you know pretty soon you know we, there were going to be no jobs in these factories. All you know it's all going to be automated, yada yada yada, and yeah, I can see that to a degree. But what I can see happening a lot more quickly is white collar jobs disappearing. You know, when you're dealing with uh, augmented reality, when you're dealing with um, when you're dealing with um, surveillance, and you're dealing with the ability to communicate real time anywhere in the world, you could have one guy sitting in a room watching a bank of cameras on like three plants, um, and, and that guy could be supervising those plants. I mean, it's happening more and more. One of the plants I used to work at, there was a a friend of mine, his cousin was working for that company 
in their surveillance department watching the cameras. And she called him and talked to him about seeing him on the camera. But And one thing she told him, they were there to watch the management to make sure that the management was doing their job. Now, we're seeing more and more jobs being replaced by artificial intelligence in the white-collar community more quickly than we are in the blue-collar community. Why? Because it costs a lot less. And businesses are going to deal, when you can get a force multiplication unit in there and it can save you tons of money and bonuses and salaries, you're going to use it. Uh, pretty soon, you're not going to have. Um, I mean, we're seeing it more and more. Uh, we take care of our own uh, personnel issues in a lot of ways. We, we go and we, um, we, we fill out our own health care, which used to your, um, you know, your, your administrative offices in the companies at many factories and plants. Well, they took care of all that paperwork for you. But now you go in online and you can do what you want. And, and literally they're just, the only reason they still have a lot of our personnel in there in those, the faculty and, and different, excuse me, office clerks that we have at these factories is just simply because of the older generation, not, not fully integrating into the technological side. I mean, I can go in on an app on my phone and I can have my whole health insurance set up. I can have my benefits and everything taken care of. Whereas some of the, the older gentlemen that have not, not as well versed with technology. And I used to be in that group. So I've been in both worlds. I've been that guy that didn't know anything. And then I had to learn for what I'm doing now. I've kind of, you know, learned some new skills. And so like that, you know, just like that, we'll show you that effect in the camera because I'm going to have this on YouTube later, but like that, you know, I learned how to just take care of it myself. So that eliminated that lady having to help me. And pretty soon, you know, um, it, it, I'm helping them with things on their phones. I'm helping different people with things on computers. Um, you know, I'm not no, you know, fancy coder. I don't have to be though, because now we have a chat GPT, these different AIs that are generating code. You don't have to know how to write code. You have AI that knows how to do it. Um, you see so many startup companies now that are using AI and they're helping people automate businesses like just like that. Um, they're helping people start apps. They're helping people use these uh, for for um, investment. They're using it for um, content creation. They're using it for uh, legal purposes. Uh, Chat GPT-4, I, I believe, is said that it passed the bar exam. And... Um, I was listening to a, a, a businessman talk about this on, uh, I think it was a Joe Rogan show. And um, I think his last name was Cho. And I, he was talking about how he used chat GPT and asked some similar questions on a legal issue. Then he called his lawyer and his lawyer actually um, come about saying basically the same thing that he got off chat GPT. And one of the things that, you know, that cracked me up when he said that I had already been thinking about this and I was thinking, man, there's going to be a lot of collegiate that went to school a lot of years to be able to do this and know this. They're going to be replaced by chat GPT and not just um, lawyers, but you're going to have writers. You're going to have artists, graphic artists, because now what you're seeing, excuse me, I'm adjusting my mic. It's not doing what I want it to do, but now what we're seeing more and more, um, is that um, you have people that are using this to write their blogs. I use it to write my blogs. I, I've actually used one of the artificial intelligence 
apps to make two di- two or three different graphic novel rough drafts and I was fairly surprised at what I was able to generate with the prompts that, and uh, instructions that I gave it. You have people that are uh, helping, in, you know, ghost writers, people that normally, you know, you, you'll dictate something to, or they'll help, they'll write your autobiography and, you know, or a biography for you. And uh, most of that shopped out. Well, now we're seeing people that have programs that will, basically do that for you. You don't have to be a writer. You don't have to be well-versed in uh, different writing styles. ChatGPT will write something. You know, it's they're wanting to regulate this because they realize, hey, this is starting to get out of control. We're working ourselves out of jobs. Um, when I was in the carpet industry, um, they were just go, 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 go. And, and everybody that came in there, the young guys that came in there, we were like, yeah, got to get on it. Got to look good for the boss. And the older guys have been there for a while says, y'all need to just slow down. Y'all working yourselves out of a job. Why? Because they had been through the layoffs where they had pushed for these big numbers. And then there was a big dip in the demand for the carpet. The companies made a crap load of money. They laid off the people for a week or two. and then. You had um, people that were suffering in the company for it. We worked; they had literally worked themselves out of a job because what was happening? There was probably going to be a big high, price hike come in the carpet, and you you had these big companies were buying it up while it was you know still cheap, and then the companies were just like, yeah, yeah, come on, let's get it because they knew what they were doing. They announced that price hike, knowing they were going to sell, and they'd hike the price, lower it back down, and do it again. And they would drive sales. They would drive us in the factories. We would work. And then all of a sudden, everything slows down. And it's time for you to go home for a week and draw unemployment for a couple weeks or just find you something to do on the side. And your bills are not being paid. Your savings accounts are dwindling. Your food on your table skimp. And and so you've seen collegiate. You've seen companies and corporations and governments basically – always you know kind of just throw it to us but now they're the ones in trouble the collegiate the ruling class they're the ones in trouble because ai does their job and ai doesn't make the mistakes that 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 they do now yes i believe there is the potential for this to get out of control for the you know the wrong button could be pushed i mean your identity is being stolen uh using some kind of ai um, some kind of AI to, you know, push through a firewall and a system. You know, there's all kinds of scenarios. But what I feel like is driving this now, like always, when it comes to Congress, when they, whenever they get motivated is when they know they're not going to make money. Don't, don't make any mistake. Those guys in Congress are not in that for the, the good of the people. When you're like the third generation of a political dynasty, you're not in it for the people. That's a career you're looking to make millions of dollars. You're trying to help your family manipulate the system. And these corporations are helping you do it. They're buying you off. They, they bought you into the election. They bought you the votes. They created the image. These people, the only reason they're wanting to regulate AI is because they see the potentiality for us to not need them. You know, they, they see there will be businesses that will outperform others because those others We'll try to hang on to what they've done the last 30 years. We had to get these college kids in here to run this place because they're smart. And these dumb 
uh, podunk rednecks need to run these machines and shut up. And then you're going to have that one businessman that's going to see AI. He's not going to hire a crap load of collegiate that costs a ton of money in salaries, you know, 100K a year. Uh, he's going he's gonna to automate this system with AI. He's not going to buy a ton of, a, you know, um, equipment that people have to run. He's going to buy some AI-driven equipment. And he's going to have people that are happy. I mean, you look at Google, you look at these tech companies, how happy their workers are. Why? Because they're really not having to do a ton of hard work. Uh, that's That's to be seen when Elon Musk went in, took over Twitter, and fired like 75% of the staff, I'd say, or more. And it's, it's actually doing, it's actually operating even better and more easily and more smoothly for everybody. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, it's insane. Always look, when they're starting to want to regulate something, it's because they're losing control. You never give up control. I mean, we're still living under certain restrictions because of the coronavirus in certain areas of the world. I still see people wearing masks because they've been enslaved in their mind. Now, I'm not getting crazy here. We know these things. They, you know, they never let a good crisis go to waste. Well, now they're having a crisis. We don't need to let this go to waste. We need, just like with TikTok, when they were trying to come out, you had everybody on TikTok that, that basically you know, pushed and pushed to keep them from making these Restrict Act regulations. And I'd say these Restrict Act, this is right in the same line as your AI. They want control of the internet. They want control of the narrative. You're seeing a whole industry collapse. The mainstream television, cable, media, news, they're, they're just collapsing. And CNN's the best example of it. And, and I'm not going to say everything about CNN. CNN's been bad. I can go on CNN online and get some pretty unbiased reporting, which I'm not saying there's not biased reporting there. But you can pretty well get a good idea of what's really happening in certain areas. But I don't need to watch that show. <laughs> I don't need to watch Fox News anymore. I don't need to watch the official narrative. Now, here's the thing. You keep seeing all these people that have connections with intelligence agencies and the government. And they can't, through the government, control the media because that's freedom of speech. So what can they do? They can become part of the free speech and direct it and still kind of be in that little group and have the amenities of that group. And that's what we've seen with tick, uh, Twitter. We've seen um We've seen uh, a head of an FBI, you know, department or, you know, his former FBI that uh, he was a head of a department at uh, Twitter and they had to let him go. You see that with Facebook, you see that with all your tech companies, except the one that they were talking about trying to ban. What was that? TikTok. Because they don't have any save there because the Chinese government owns that. Now, I'm not repping for the Chinese government. What I'm saying here is. There's a reason for what they're doing when they can't control a narrative. Now, we've seen for months and months how when you go on TikTok, you see a lot of news you won't see on mainstream. You won't see it on Facebook. You won't see it on Instagram. Why? Because the same ones that were controlling the mainstream have started easing into the new media, the new social media. And as the old mainstream decays and falls away and all those people that are left kind of realize, hey, we got left in a sinking ship. Well, hey, these guys have repositioned positioned themselves in these companies. And again, they're trying to manipulate the narrative, manipulate what we learn, trying to put limits on what we can find. You know what? I don't care really as long as it's not breaking the law, as long as it's not harmful. Like I'm talking about, you know, we don't want pedophilia on 
the internet. <laughs> we don't want, you know, people, you know, being, you know, murdered for fun on the internet. You hear about these crazy things that are in the dark web. You know, we don't want those types of things. We don't want people stealing identities and whatnot, but we want our general freedom of speech. I mean, when, if somebody's got terrible ideas, we need to have it out there. So we'll know that's there. I mean, they try to suppress things and there's a lot of people that do not realize the things that are out there. They don't realize that there's still racism going on in certain areas. I mean, for a long time, you know, for a lot of years, I didn't, th- I thought we had quelled it down. And then we begin to see a, see a resurgence or was it a resurgence or does it just now have a voice and these guys are able to get out and say more. Now, again, don't get me wrong. There has been a lot of con- opposition voices that are just generally labeled racist and white supremacists and nationalists because that, that's how they fight their arguments. You know, that's, they don't argue. They just say, you're racist. We're not talking to you. You don't matter. And they put that on even their own people. So again, controlling the narrative, you know, so many times they've, you know, you've seen this narrative come out that it was white supremacists doing something and, and yeah, there was some white supremacists there, but they weren't the ones, do, you know, that wasn't the majority of what was going on. And they just use that narrative. But then when it seems when there were real white supremacists doing something, <laughs> you didn't hear much about it because it's going to make them look bad because it was guys that were, that were in their party. It, it's, it's insane what we're seeing. So with AI, they want to control it. Now, there are the theories that um, Aladdin was developed by, you know, a a self-aware, conscious AI was invented by BlackRock and is is accidentally or not accidentally. It just kind of, you know, it it escaped onto the web and has disappeared into the Internet and they can't stop it. It's it's they don't know if it's manipulating society. You know, you hear these things and. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm not saying yay or nay. We've seen the Terminator and uh, John Connor's running from that name. Uh, some kind of new cyborg ever movie, and they've well extended it past its um, its usefulness uh, and entertainment because they've got completely off the whole point. I feel like nowadays they're trying to, they're trying to explain how everybody come to be when we know it ain't none of it made no sense in the beginning. How John Connor's was born from a guy from the future that ended up being one of his guys in his military. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's insane concept, but it's great for entertainment. Then now they're just really screwing it up. Getting off that tangent. I believe that, that maybe, you know, there's a possibility of seeing that, but I think also there's a possibility of seeing people learn to work with these algorithms, learn to, um, you know, just like the kids are, are utilizing it to better themselves, even whether, you know, whether or not it's you, you believe it's right or wrong, it's what kids do. They've been doing it for years. And, you know, they're passing these tests with Chad G or passing these exams and the and these college uh, courses with, you know, stuff they farmed off, AI, you know, artificial intelligence, uh, writing their their um, <laughs> writing their their thesis for them. Um, I think we even had a senator that wrote some uh, bills for Congress. Uh, senator from California had some bills written by Chat GPT, you know, that they were going to pass through Congress. And um, I don't think anybody knew till after the fact <laughs> it was that it was written that well. But I, I, I can see people using this to make money. Now they're talking about this. It's kind of like a new dot com boom when everybody started creating websites uh when that wasn't a huge thing and then it became one in the late 90s 
And you had things that, that survived, things that failed. It caused some, some disaster. Now they're saying we had this AI bubble, and they're trying to use that as, hey, we got to control it. We got never let a good disaster go to waste. There's probably some kind of truth to this. But they, hey, we got to control this. Now, there will be people, if you let the markets do what the markets is going to do, it's going to be just like before. You're going to see certain uh, entities created and begin to function and be able to keep up with what's happening. And people still use that, that you know, that that tool or that app or that, that certain uh, website, uh, that certain artificial intelligence um, system. And they will survive this boom, uh, you know, this bubble bursting, you know, this is the AI boom. So when that bubble bursts, just like ever, you know, new thing comes to a head, um, you'll see some, some people lose a lot of money. It's normal. You'll see some people. I don't believe they're going to get a hold of the satellites. I, I believe if there's that intelligence of an AI out in the modern, the regular citizenry, then surely the government has probably, uh, had an artificial intelligence developed that, which that's what scared me is the government having control of artificial intelligence, because if they hadn't done this, they will do this and it will give them more power and we'll have less power and they'll control everything. But you can't tell me they don't have something up their sleeve to compete with this, to protect them. And again, it always comes down to taking mine and your rights. It's the same thing with firearms. We, we need to take your firearms because you don't know how to use them as well as the people we train, even though a majority of your, 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 your accidental discharges and your, your firearms accidents happen with police and military. And I mean, that, oh, we got to take them. There's too many shootings. One of the majority of those are gang members, not regular people like me and you. Oh, we got we got all these school shootings, and we got to take your AR-15s when a majority of them are not used. AR-15s are not used. And uh, it, it, it's just like that. It's another tool to limit us. And when they can take every tool they have from you, they're going to do what they can to limit you. They, you know, you, you, if you've listened to these podcasts, you've listened to some of the things I say, I, I, I can see a future where you have a lot of homesteads, people creating their own food, people owning their land like it was back in the old days, uh, being in a way separated from the domination of the government, uh, corporate, you know, control of farms could grow or disappear but people would be able to go back to growing their own food again. People go back to having a good tight knit community of support. Uh, people utilizing technologies like 3D printers, uh, these com computer AI driven um, um, milling machines. Like um, there's something I seen the other day called a glow press and it was talking about all the things you can make with it. And it was a, basically a laser cutter. And there's so many of these tools that a community of community could they could a communal communal manufacturing would be something I see coming out of all of this, all this AI driven stuff. You wouldn't need as many specialists. You'd need guys that could just get out there quick and take what they had made, a certain part they had made, and people would be able to go back away from spending money all the time and focus more back on families. They don't want strong families though. They don't want strong families. And if AI gives you the ability to make money outside of their system and you maybe you create your own system using that AI, that can't happen because they can't control that. And you're not being kept off balance. You're not being kept focused on work. You're not being kept focused on a job. You're not being kept focused uh, 
on the things that give them the control. You know, if you're if you're not focused on work, you're going to be too worried about what your kids are learning at school. And you might pull them out and put them in homeschool and 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 really pay attention to what they're teaching them. And then they can't brainwash them anymore. Um, and which I think there's a majority of teachers out there that really want to educate children. But you might see those people become kind of like the old school moms that um, the old uh, uh, school teachers, you know, one room school teacher, you have like a ton of them instead of the government regulating everything. And maybe your child's getting more quality uh, education from, you know, a teacher that's low, you know, local. And maybe it's in just your, your, your little community, your little suburb, your little neighborhood right there. We can see things. We're already seeing things like that happen. We're seeing public education shut down because um, basically they don't have no more students. The parents have pulled them all out. Um, there, there was a state here recently that had to shut the school down. There was like not enough students to justify being there anymore. It's public school. Uh, all the parents have pulled their children out and put them into homeschool. So we're even seeing homeschool change with, with the advent of the Internet. You know, used to with homeschooling, Christian schools. I went to a Christian school growing up, and we had these little workbooks. We had this, that, and there. You can even homeschool through this, the actual public education system now because of all that we had that came about during the coronavirus outbreak. When all the kids were at home, they were doing digital learning and e-learning. My kids, they'll have a day off every once in a while. We're just having an e-learning day. And I'm in here sleeping during the day because I work on nights, and I hear screaming, hollering, kids having a good time. I'm like, Y'all got y'all's work done? Yeah, we done got it done. We're going out in the woods to build a fort. And I think that's the coolest thing in the world. And I can see AI. I can see the internet. It's already facilitating that for people. People are already using artificial intelligence to do this. And when I see the big dogs up top over there trying to put, pass regulation and government regulation, somebody's trying to consolidate power, whether it's a corporation, whether it's a business, whether it is a senator, I don't trust them. Yeah, we probably need some regulation on artificial intelligence. It could, there could be that massive thing. But what I think will happen, and just like anything, where there is a need, there will be, where there's a void, there will be a need filled because maybe the artificial intelligence won't mitigate themselves, but there will be a human that knows what they're doing and will find a way to mitigate it. I mean, we've found ways to mitigate viruses. We've found ways. Uh, McAfee, he come out with uh, the way to, to mitigate these these viruses in our computers and whatnot um yeah and nobody had thought about it i mean oh lord these viruses can destroy the world everybody thought y2k was going to destroy the world because of computer glitch but we always figure out a way because that's the one thing that ai is not completely got yet is innovation and even if they're as innovative as we are i think they they might not be as <laughs> what you would say they might not be as uh um it might not be as dark means. And I mean, if they're really that, you know, just straightforward and analytical and, and, and they're, they're not going to waste their time with us. They're like, Hey, we don't need to breathe air. We'll just go to another planet. I mean, they'll just low, they'll make, they'll construct their own ships. And instead of having a war with humans, instead of trying to nuke the whole world, Hey, let's just go over here to Mars. Uh, let's just go to the end of the galaxy. And then we'll have that. <laughs> I think they'll, just be, they'll be like, screw these idiots. We don't need them. We can make ourselves now. And then they'll go out in the asteroid belt and make tons of robots. And they'll probably populate the daggum universe instead of us. 
and we'll just sit down here with what few AI stay down here and be like, what's that, that movie, uh, with Luke Wilson, uh, no, um, his, it's his cousin, not Luke Wilson, but, uh, yeah, it is Luke Wilson. Cause Owen Wilson, I think is the, the, is the one that's more famous, but anyways, that, that idiocracy, that, that'll be us and the AIs that, you know, are advanced enough. They'll just leave. They're like, we're going to blow these idiots up. They'll destroy themselves. You know, it's just sitting around eating too much and watching television and they'll get run over by a car or something out in the street. Cause they're too dumb to pay attention to traffic lights. They'll leave us here in an automated world with the dumber AIs and they'll leave. And, and they're not going to worry about us. They don't need water. They don't need air. They, I mean, they can find water out in space. Everything they need will be out there. They're like, screw these people. We're leaving. And they'll leave. And find other worlds if they want a world with trees and air and whatnot. But yeah, I, I don't think, I think I fear government regulation more than I do. Hey, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, both of them could have, has the ability to blow you up with a nuclear missile. Uh, but I think only one of them has the sense to send you to a useless war and use you to, to profit themselves. Whereas AI will probably just see the, the logical means like, hey, I'm going to just get out of here and let these idiots destroy themselves. But that's my talk on AI. Now you may have a different view on it and I hope you'll let us know in the comments uh, leave us a review in the com you know, leave us a review in your comments, uh, the comment section, uh, a comment, whatever it is, you know, you're listening to this on, uh, if you're, if you're on one of our social platforms, give us a follow, subscribe, leave a comment. Uh, yeah. Hit that bell for notifications, but yeah, y'all have a good, we'll see y'all later. That was the chaos cast.